invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. Yo, episode 250,000, I mean 254, we made it podcast. 254. We are one week away from our, fi- we are one week away from our five year anniversary. Final uh, episode. Yeah, a fi- final anniversary. <laughs> We're one week away. I, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to forget, but, um, but, you know, congrats to us. We're almost there. Um, the Ooh. most consistent, realest podcast ever. Um, we made a podcast. You already know. Gonna make it quick today, hopefully. Uh, but probably not because Caesar talks a lot. Um, well, we have gonna, a limiter now, so I'm I'm sorry. We have a limiter now, so there's no choice. Oh yeah, that's right. That was weird last time, right? What happened again? Yeah. Well, let's hurry up. Talk about the uh, women's national team getting equal pay, if that's fair or not. We're going to talk about Adresa Gay's homophobic homophobic tendencies. Um, and we'll talk about some transfer rumors that have come up recently that are interesting, and maybe Caesar and I will argue about something. Mm. Um, but let's get it cracking. Um, uh, Caesar, we got the big news today that um a new equal pay agreement between the US state, the United States men's and women's teams uh has happened. Um, I'm gonna read a little bit of this article. US soccer has announced the teams will pool their World Cup prize money along with their share of television and sponsorship revenues. Um, U.S. soccer president Cindy Parlow Cohn said that recently. Um, we know that in 2019, the uh, women filed a lawsuit um, and they got a settlement, which included a $24 million uh, payout. Um, but now the it seems like most of the women's soccer players have said that this is a historic agreement. The deal runs um, till 2028. Um, and it's and it also guarantees that the women's team will play at equal quality venues, stay in hotels of the same standard, and be given an equal number of charter flights to travel to games. Um, as a part of the deal, the men's team will now receive childcare benefits, which the women's team have had for more than 25 years. So men are still coming up, it seems. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this deal? It's landmark. Um, it's huge. I think that uh, I'm someone that, especially in the last couple of years, I've kind of really gotten a passion for like labor and union. And like, that's kind of like what I really enjoy and reading up on and, and seeing, like, I've really been invested in a lot of the union movement, union movement that's been going on in America in general lately. That's been huge for me. And I think a good proponent for that is like a lot of players that happens in sports. It's a good example of it as well. Um, so I think this is something big because funny and like basically our entire time on this podcast we've talked about the pay disparity we've talked about um we even shouted out luna bars here before um we go way back on this and to the point when we started this was how we felt we felt it should be equal pay when we first started doing this then we grew into believing that actually the women should be paid more like that that's something that we actually uh, think that it's like that's great but honestly they should get paid more because we even when they put the two badges up one of the badges is a bunch of stars for wins, and none of them is blank as hell. So um, that's a big win for for the women. A lot of them have caught in a lot of flack over the years. 
check out the comment section on some of the stuff. It's absolutely atrocious. Um, just, just all these people that think they're so right and entitled to their opinions about women not deserving equal pay. Well, clearly they do because a deal was settled. Um, and uh, I'm happy for the women. You know, of course, men came out with something in the end. Not surprised, but. Um, it's good to know that they're going to be getting equal pay and especially know that the women are going to win way more. They're going to be able to really reap the benefits of this and I'm happy for them. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for them too. It's going to be great for them moving forward. Um, but hopefully the real equity uh, happens soon where they get paid more. Uh, the men's national team is still trash. We'll see how they perform in this world cup. If they do good in this world cup, maybe I'll be like, okay with this more, but if they don't, then I'm gonna be like, nah, women got to get paid more. This was unfair treatment. And they should file another damn lawsuit. I mean, they barely got into this one, so. Yeah, they should file another lawsuit. Yeah. If, they, if, the, if the men are bad in this next World Cup, the women need to file another lawsuit, and I'll represent them. Yeah, I know. We will go hard for them if we're still around. Me and Kim, me and Kim Kardashian, uh, we, yeah. we both didn't pass the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and you still uh, get a cracking though. But I do think that it is historic, uh, you know, aside from that, I do think it's historic. Um, it's something that they fought for for a long time. Um, although this person is going through some personal troubles right now, Hope Solo was a big uh, proponent of that. I don't know where her politics have gone recently, but aside from that... Um, I know where it's gone. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but aside from that, like back in the day when we were rocking with her, um, she was a big proponent for equal pay. And I think that not only was she a big proponent, she was actually, um, she was trying to audit the USSF mafia. And I thought that was like a big deal because when you start talking about auditing, like some billion dollar situation, um, you're putting your life at risk. Um, so I think like she was, I don't, I don't want to say she's the one that started it necessarily. Cause I don't know that, but like, I know she was putting pressure on them and that was in 2017 because that, or that was in 2018. Um, but I remember for sure on, in 2017 was when we were talking about the women should get paid more. And I want to say that was within the first 15 episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, once again, gr- groundbreaking. Hopefully it becomes the case around the world where like anywhere where the women's national team is better than the men's national team the women should get paid at least the same or if not more. There's only a few countries where you can say that really. Um, and yeah, they deserve it. I, Norway did it, did it, I think in 2018 or 19, I want to say. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that. that was really dope too, that what she did was like, she didn't just say like, oh, equal pay, but she's like, um, she talked about how she was one of the big talk uh, people that had conversations about how there's um, how expensive it is. She talked about how um, there's so much money in this sport and there should be something that should be audited and see where the money's going. Cause clearly they can definitely pay the win more. Caesar, you, you might, I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about like, where is all this money? Like when we were kind of breaking down the numbers, we we're kind of like, well, damn dude, it seems like, the USSF mafia gets like billion dollars, like it's billions like, of dollars. No, it's billions every year. They get a lot of government funding too. Like, like at least from like people paying to play soccer. It's like I think they get like billions. Like they do. No, they absolutely do. It's 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 huge. It's one. Of the, it's actually one of the like richest. It's one of the richest national teams in the world. Isn't that crazy? And literally garbage, except for the women. Yeah, they have to fight for equal pay. That that goes to show you that um, misogyny is real. Yeah. Um, and sexism. 
But Caesar, uh, speaking of uh, of an ism, we got a you got one of your favorite players. Oh, real um, quick, breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh oh, Frankfurt has won uh, the Europa League. Okay, that's good. Um, that's my update. <laughs> Um, also breaking news, Caesar loves this player that I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm um, Caesar. So we had some, uh, some intrigue recently when it comes to a uh, PSG player, Idrissa Gay. Um, mm. he apparently refused to play the match last Sunday against, uh, Montpellier because PSG was wearing rainbow numbers in support of the LGBTQ rights. PSG uh, coach Mauricio Pochettino said only that Gay missed the game for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the French Football Federation has, has written to Adrisa Gay to ask him why he was absent. Apparently, uh, last season when they had um, a match that where they were going to uh, do rainbow numbers, he missed that match too. Oh, I was thinking about last season. I was like, what happened last season? Yeah. Um, there's been some people in like some different organizations in the country that are asking for like an apology and to like, or, or asking him to clarify. Um, he's had some support from some different um, soccer stars that are from Senegal. Apparently uh, we are all Idrissa gay was trending on Twitter. Um, the president of Senegal has come out in support of him. What should uh, do the same thing, but they wrote just his last name. <laughs> um and yeah it's interesting um i don't know what, what do you think about this situation um i think it's wrong i think it's absolutely wrong to to miss the game for this um this isn't something that's political um and this isn't something that has to necessarily mean that you know um it's not political it's not even religious it's just what they're doing is something really cool. It's it's supporting just like people and a movement and, and and the lives of those who've been lost over the years fighting for the rights, you know, uh, of people just wanting to be humans. I think that it's absolutely wrong to miss that. Um, he's been du- he got to duck it last year. Look at him catch him last year. I should <laughs> I should I didn't I don't want to be sus because I gave him a pass, but um. I think it's I, I think it's just how it just kind of came up this year. It's like, I, I, I'm actually intrigued by this didn't come up last year. It's like this year was the year they're like, wait a minute, that's two in a row, big dog. Well, um, apparently last year he said he had like a stomach problem. Ah, this year he just was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's wrong. I mean, it's wrong. I know it can be tough when you talk about worldwide. It, it's 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 I think a different perspective of taking a stance on things when you live in America. Um, but I know it can be different when you're like a sport that's so global, like soccer. And I mean, this is literally uh, a soccer player that's from Ghana and he plays for Ghana and Senegal, Senegal, sorry, he plays for Senegal and he, uh, Senegalese and everything. But, um, still you play for a world sport, you're a representative, you're an ambassador, you're an ambassador of a club. And if you're part of a club or, or, or a team that, you know, takes stances that's in support of the LGBTQI plus iq plus community then is it lgbtq iq plus community if like if that's what your club stands for then you then you're also an ambassador of that too and if that's not something you support then you need to leave if that's if you're someone that's not a proponent of these values then you need to be gone because that's what part of i believe signing a contract is that's part of being a club is that's a part of being an ambassador is because you are a representative of this and if you don't 
feel like you represent those values, like I said, then you need to go. Go to a team where they're not up. They're they're not about that. Go to that. Go play somewhere they're not about that. Then. Yeah, go play in Russia. Yeah, go go have fun over there, big dog. Because this is this this is what PSG stands for. And I, I I that's dope that PSG does this kind of stuff. I think it's awesome. I think goes. We're the ones that talk about that. We talked about when um the really cool one in Italy where they have the against domestic violence with the red. Like what is he is he not down for that either? So you're not gonna play. You're not gonna put the uh, the mark on your face. So. Yeah, like you need to go somewhere where they don't show love to this. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I felt like it was really whack. Um, I think like one of the organizations in or somebody in France um, said that he needs to come out and issue a public apology or come out and say that the rumors of why he missed a match are not true um, because people are like there is it's at this point it's speculation to some extent, but people kind of know. But you know, if it's not the case that you don't like that you are not against the community, like come out and say it, you know, or or just own it. Be like, yeah, I, I didn't play because I don't want to be having no rainbow numbers. Like, come out and say it. I don't know if he's gonna do that or not. Um, and and I agree, like like what you said, like you know, football is a it's an international sport, and you're representing everybody, like. You have PSG fans that are of all, all of all types, and it's like it's a slap in the face that you feel like it's okay to like it's a slap in the face to those like LGBTQ PSG fans that like support you. You're just like, no, nah, I don't support you. Now, here's my thing, because I know how people are, and it, they're, they're always hypocritical. Because somebody could argue, well, that, that's his right. Like, he doesn't have to. Sure, whatever. But let there have been something at PSG uh, that the club did to, like, uh, represent for or, like, show, like, support for uh, their Muslim fans around the world. Like, I don't know. They did, um, like, the, I mean... This, the, jerseys. Like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be like necessarily Muslim, but to have their names in Arabic or yeah, like put Eid Mubarak on their jersey or something like that. Now, what if your Christian teammates were like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not putting that on my uh, I'm not Muslim. I'm not like what if the majority of your teammates are Christian and they were like, no, I'm not playing. So you only got like six people that are going to play <laughs> and y'all are going to forfeit the match. I guarantee he wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, because that's their right. And I would imagine all the coming together and some of that. Yeah. All, all of them, all of them players that supported him being uh, homophobic would be all on Twitter. I can't believe they do this. See, look how, look what we go through. Like, look how they treat us. Yeah. You got to put yourself in other people's shoes too. Like the way that you want to, you feel like it's okay to dehumanize somebody. Somebody feels like it's okay to dehumanize you. So you should think about that concept. Oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be dehumanizing people that are just human like me. Uh, homeboy, uh, Adresa, if if homosexuality is a crime in Senegal, I know for a damn sure you know of gay people in Senegal, homie. I know that. <laughs> uh, if uh, homosexuality is a crime in Senegal, another thing, you ain't never going to move back there. So what are you tripping about? You're not gonna move there. They're not gonna extort you. I mean, I mean, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, um, they're not gonna uh, uh, have like uh, what's it called when extra, they're not gonna extradite ju- you. Like, they're not gonna Jamal Khashoggi you. Uh, uh, 
Caesar, and also, did you say that? Did you say that Keita Balde was out there supporting him? He was. Um, he, 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 there's actually, you can, it was, I mean, it, I know it just went out because it's 22 hours and I, I screenshotted to, to keep it, but I sent it to Bam and, um, you know, he's showing, uh, show respect and he, another French quote, another quote that was in French basically saying like, we should respect his views and, 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 and stuff like that. And I'm like, let me, let me, let me explain to you something. Okay. This sport, soccer, right? If we talk up, if we if we stop at only showing like, oh, what should we only show respect to racism? Is that what we stop at? Do things only stop at racism? No, the sport when you when you kicking the ball around is for anybody of any gender, any any orientation, any skin color, any country in the world. It's for everybody. He doesn't let it stop. It doesn't stop for people's religions. It doesn't stop for your values. It doesn't even stop for who, whatever person's beliefs and the legality of it in their country. That, that's not where soccer stops. It goes no matter where. So when you play for a sport, when you play for a PSG instead of a team in Senegal, then, then you're going to have to be, a, like I said, an ambassador. You need to represent, you represent the values of the club. I'm sorry, that's what you do. Like, you, that, that's what you sign a contract for. That's what you make appearances for. That's why they advertise you on the jersey, because you're representing the club. It's, it's just part, it's like, it's like you work for an employer. Like, let's say you work for a really bad corporation. And, oh, well, I don't really agree with them. Yeah, but, but you work for them. But you work for them. So, like, I'm sorry, if people are, protesting outside your job saying your job is horrible and you work there then you represent that company still or you wouldn't why do you leave why do you, people say things like oh well, i can't act up or whatever because like um this job i'll lose my job because you represent the company that's literally how it works when even to the lowest fields and in, in, in work like even to the lowest common denominator so um it's it's archaic it's disgusting it's like it's it's it gives me really uncomfortable vibes when I hear about um, players not being down or missing games. I'm like, you're backtracking. Um, you're holding all of our development up. And like, you honestly get out of my face. Like I, 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 I when I, like there's things about the sport, whatever, it's fine. It's player. But like when you do stuff like this, you make me uncomfortable. So now that I'm uncomfortable with you, like I don't want to see you anymore. So he can go uh, move on, uh, say an apology because maybe uh, some, maybe everybody's talking for him. He he didn't. He's so he's so uh, he he hasn't made a uh, set of peep in two days about this. But you know he's over here making uh, a copping out and, and disappearing for these games. But everybody want to talk for him. So everybody want to do a post like get the ball there for him. He needs to say something because. I want to know where you're at before I write you off, but I'm already writing you off because you haven't said it in two days. I'm already done with it. Well, and also, uh, I was Balde posting faster than you. Also, uh, Keita Balde, like, why are we supposed to listen to you? You're ashamed of your own damn skin color. Imagine having the guy but, who writes for you as a damn skin bleacher. You're literally uh, playing in the bleachers. Uh, Adrian, Ke- the guy who backs you up thinks that you're too dark yeah like literally he if he was you he would if he if he could he get some elephant brush and scrub you down with bleach probably (laughs) he'll be scrubbing your back and your face having this horrific visual and i just can't like it's it's the most it's not like inappropriate but it's the most locker room visual of just like 
two dudes in Afghanistan just scrub each other with elephant. I just can't do this. Like literally, Kate Bald, like Kate Balda is ashamed of his own damn skin color. Like, like the guy who's rocking with you about like showing respect, literally, literally has paid thousands of dollars and done horrific chemical treatment because he feels like your shade of skin color is horrifically dark and he is hates that he's near that so he bleaches his own skin think about that think about think about that when you have that dude all already posting faster than you so um it's just it's sad it, it, it's it's disgusting and I, I i can't i literally can't with that i mean uh... I'm also over here looking at his wife and I'm just like, are you really, are you really that dude, homie? Like he probably just mad about his last name. Are you really that guy? Everton is probably writing him about his last name for a long time. He just can't get, he just can't get down with the community. I mean, like, like, like dog, are you really that guy? Your wife's name is like, his wife is some white Christian lady from France and she got some box braids in this picture right here. For on some aid picture, it looked like she got box braids. Like, are you really that guy? You married Whitey, homie, which I'm which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. But like, what if somebody's like against that? Like, are you super Muslim dude for real? Like that? It's kind of lame, but I don't want to spend too much time on him because he's white. He's kind of whack for that. Um, but Kate Balde, like, you please don't ever, you don't get to talk about anything. Just go, like, I, I followed him on Instagram. I'm done with you. I saw that. I was like, he's gonna look like you next time we see him. Yeah, even though he stopped now, it's really funny. Thought I caught him lacking. He stopped now, but his legs haven't gone back. It's really weird. Yeah, and you've been wearing shorts. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know if you're getting an allergic reaction to it, but your legs is looking insane right now. And, and you've been bleaching, so you did. <laughs> he didn't do it right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some of these transfer rumors because they are interesting and hilarious. Um, the first one we're going to talk about, actually, let's get into this because we we had a bit of a difference of opinion on this. And you were trying to guess what it was when we were on the phone. By the way, people, Caesar texting me, got that on three in the morning uh, now. I, the, the time just get early and early. Caesar wake up at 5.58 to use the bathroom and then just text me, bam, like, I'm I'm looking at this at six in the morning, like awake and chilling. I, I'm literally like, okay, I know the dog co- woke you up. You're up. I'm like, okay, you know, he had COVID, so I'm gonna answer. But this is violation. <laughs> it was definitely violation hours. Okay, Caesar. I, I, I would imagine at this point it's a pretty well known fact that Mbappe is going to go to Real Madrid. But the other day, you and I were talking about how much we love Vinicius Jr., the originals. And I was saying, you were saying that how, like, you love how he's strong, like a strong player. Mm. Um, and I was saying oh, that no, how Caesar. I... Huh? Oh, no, Caesar. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, and I was saying how I love that in his professional career, he's always played, um, like, on a, on, in, a, in a team that had pressure. Flamingo and Real Madrid. Cer- cer- certainly battle-tested. Yeah, well, I mean, he, I guess he played on the Real Madrid B for some time and that's not pressure hey, but like literally yeah. like a week but yeah yeah um and I was saying that unlike Holland who played for Red Bull Salzburg and BVB no real pressure 
And like Mbappe, who played for Monaco and PSG, no real pressure. You was like, shut up. <laughs> you was like, there's pressure. I was on like, you're, you're going, this is where you get into like this weirdo hatred PSG train. You got to slow down sometimes. You, I know, Okay, Caesar. The pre- Okay, no. The, okay, we can agree with this. We can agree on this, that the pressure of Real Madrid and PSG are different. Yes, yes. Okay, but I don't really think there's that much pressure at PSG. Why? Because PSG ain't never won Champions League. That's pressure. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so because they That's don't. pressure to win. But, but Because I think because they haven't, they don't have to. Because every single year, whenever they don't, it's just going to be like, well, it's hard or like. No, you know, it's more like a disappointment. Yeah, there is a disappointment. Well, well, okay, but I'm getting to it. Hold on, hold on. See, hold on. Um, and also, since I've been watching PSG since 2014, they haven't. There's two two seasons they lost the league. One to Monaco and one to Lille. And Caesar, last year they lost the league. And they brought in Messi and Ramos and Hakimi and uh, 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 the little dude, the Portuguese dude, the left back, and um, all, all these people. Like, there's no like, like it doesn't it doesn't matter if they lose or if they don't win these things. The pressure, like I think there's personal pressure. Like Mbappe puts pressure on himself to be a really good player and score a lot of goals, but like I don't really think there's pressure like that in PSG. It's also league on, like. Liga doesn't have the same pressure as like an EPL or um, or uh, La Liga. People don't have expectations for the French league like that. So, which is part part of why I think that the teams don't perform so well in Europe. But PSG in particular, we we talked about this years ago. Since PSG is in Liga and they have all this money, they have to end up overpaying for players to come play there. Um. And, it, and the culture isn't like one of like, like how we see at Real Madrid, everybody's holding each other accountable. It's not like that. The players run, run the team, which is why Adrisa Gay can just tell uh, Pochettino, hey, I'm not playing because I don't get down with gay people. Uh, like, Argentina, I'm <laughs> like, you can't imagine something like that at like a real team, so to speak. Like, you can't imagine that. Like, it would be a big deal. So now, was that you know, I guess I'm being like a little bit hyperbolic by saying there's no pressure at PSG. There is some pressure, no matter what your professional player, there is pressure, but like, I don't think it has any level of comparison to playing at Real Madrid. Okay. Uh, the reason I disagree is because the way you said it made it sound like there's no pressure. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Of course I'm crazy. Though. I think, and I think you are very crazy. Um, uh, you forgot English too. I think, I think it's, and it's like, I think even for like a pretty good player at PSG, like for example, like I don't think a couple, like a Cavani would still have significantly less pressure than like Mbappe. Like at the end of the day, like that's like literally the guy who won the World Cup with France. He's like the face of French football. He is stayed there. Like they had that run where they almost made it, they didn't win it. Um, they tied in the pressure of winning Champions League because Neymar is there with him because you know they went there as like the duo. I think there's added pressure than he does. And I think he has significantly more pressure than Holland did. Oh yeah. Um, Significantly more because you got to remember, especially this year, there's a lot of pressure because they were the team. Like this, to be honest with you, I would have rather you said to me, he's hasn't proven that um, he, what he's been able to accomplish things under a certain amount of pressure, because this was a pressure year. 
and they floundered more than ever. Like this was the war. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I, I don't. I don't think that's his fault though. No, I don't think it's his fault. But I'm saying like this is a year where it's like, well, this is the year where like out of all the years, you were definitely supposed to win, um, and you didn't at all. So he showed he showed us that he did his thing though. He balled out. I'm not saying he did bad, but I do agree with you. Vinicius has shown way more. Um, Vinicius has, has, especially like the kind of ridicule and things we hear about Vinicius, Mbappe's absolutely gotten more of a pass than that. And Mbappe literally has only played in his own country basically the whole time. Um, Vinicius, let's never forget about how South American players have to cross entire oceans to play in other countries, other languages, and then work to be the face of the biggest club in the world. That's incredible. Vinicius has done his resolve is shown through worth ethic and his abilities. Like you could tell it's of, of his whole entire fabric is built off that. So I can agree with the Vinicius part. having way more pressure than him. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, okay. But yeah, the, the, the transfer rumor for that is like Mbappe is going to Real Madrid. Most likely. Yeah. If he, if he stays at, like it's almost done or something like that, but yeah. If he stays at PSG, I'm going to kind of like him less. Um, that, that's going to be kind of whack to me. I'm not gonna I, I agree. Um, you're, you're, if, you're, you're giving, if you ask him for delays, uh, if you're if you're delaying just to stay, you're kind of really weak for that. You're Usually delays me, is because you're moving, but if you're delaying to stay, then I'm whack. You're giving me Harry Kane vibes if you stay there. Whoever dropped the pictures of his boxes moving, I'm like, you should get fired off of Twitter for that. <laughs> um also okay caesar what do you think about this rumor that i mean I, they're saying that it's not true whatever but um that maybe uh your boy Messi might go to enter miami i think it's true um you think it's I a think, good thing it'll be a good move yeah I'm, I'm not gonna lie dog i've watched him in six la league on games this year i've only seen him score in one game um I don't even like watching. I, this is the worst PSG year I've ever watched in my life. By far. Absolutely true. I've actually enjoyed other Legon teams way more. I watched like nine Marseille games. I watched two Nice games. I'm enjoying way other teams more. Thanks, Messi. I'm watching more games, but other teams more than your team. Like PSG is horrid to watch. He looks a step behind everybody. And you know you're done when you can only show flashes of moments in rare, mo- like when you can rarely show something. That means it's n- the bag. The bag is damn near depleted. Um, and also when you're not a, a a freak workout consummate athlete like a Ronaldo was or RP Kobe, then people like Messi who are just good born born being able to just to play like you're just young you're small and you're just able to play and you don't have a good workout ethic it's you're gonna die out faster like your abilities are gonna significantly decrease if you're not a workout machine and you're showing it out there six goals and and, and uh was it 13 assists lord all right um but you think that'd be a good move for him to come to mls to enter yeah, i think army? he should i mean he, he he should do like i think it's good he's he's a ambassador to the sport you know he's worldwide known um People are gonna. He, he's probably gonna get three goals in MLS. You know, it, I think I think it's good for him. Like a guy that big going MLS is good. Like I think that's good for like like you getting random people getting fifty million whatever. But like a Messi, no matter what, you gotta say yes to something like that. Like that's something oh, yeah. you gotta like that. That's bringing huge vision. It's gonna bring eyeballs and it's good for the sport. And yeah, I think he should. I, I think that. Um... And he's gonna be wearing pink. Come down. The jersey's gonna go hard. He he ran he ran the bag up at PSG, um, yeah. and I feel like there's just really nowhere else in Europe for Messi to play. Like you just can't really see him anywhere in Europe. 
it's he time doesn't to go to ambassador mode. Time to yeah. time to time to do some them. Should go to Japan or something like that, dog. You know what I'm saying? Go to Australia. He he can't. Yeah, he can't play in Europe for real. Um, no. But I do think because of his skill set, like what he does is good for him. Like in this later stage to go to somewhere like MLS because like let's just compare like Ronaldo coming to MLS. That's hard because he needs some service and like you know like he's out on the wing like that. Like Messi's like a midfielder, so like. And and he's still quick and has yes. some bursts and he can he can you know pass the ball really well so he'll do good in MLS. Um, and a he, straight nine is rough, but like someone like Messi who is also like has that like Kobe effect where you have to give him the ball. Like yeah. everyone's gonna be looking like that. MLS is great for that because he's gonna get a ton of touches. Exactly. Um, people are gonna go crazy. He only has to do like a couple cool things to go nuts, and that's why Zlatan was such success because he's he was like able to come back at the ball where he wants and like able to show a skill set that no one has there, and that works out great. I think that's great for MLS. Those kind of elite stars like Beckman Beckham, like that works out great in MLS. That's great for them. Yeah, like a some kind of attacking midfielder. Yeah, but Higuain is like dog. It's not gonna work. Like he needs like a team. Yeah, exactly. Um. There was another one that I wanted to mention too. Oh, what do you think about um, uh, Di Maria going to Juve? That's like two years too late, but I mean, go off, Chief. <laughs> like, what's up with Juve, dude? So, why are you getting Di Maria for? It's so weird. I'm like, like why? why you, like, Bernadeschi's so much younger and better than Di Maria right now. Why are you wasting our time? They're both the same guy. One's just an Italian version. Like, he's a lefty. They do the same damn thing. What are we doing right now? This I, is how you know, like, Italy has, has no idea how to win stuff. They're so weird now. They're so weird. This is how you know that Italy's youth uh, program Sucks. football is terrible. Because you don't have some Italian kid that could jump in. Like you're not like you're literally trying to get Di Maria's 34. Always still plays. Who? Shut always still plays in Roma. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he still plays at Roma. I'm like, what are we doing, dog? Yeah, no, it's like dog, like y'all, like they got too much pride. It's like y'all don't want to look across the border at France and try to get some like young dude. Like, you really over here trying to get Di Maria? Crazy. Go to LAFC. <laughs> um what what do you okay? Uh I guess we, we got time. Bit, Go ahead. Uh your boy they're they're talking about uh it's really annoying. I, I really hope it doesn't happen. But they're talking about they're talking about Cucurella going to Man City for That'd 30 be million. really annoying. Don't do I'm, that. I'm mad about that, yeah. That's gonna piss me off. Uh, like Man City's Man City is like starting to become a team I hate now. They're starting <laughs> to make me really hate them. Like be, not because like they do things I hate, it's because like they're doing a lot of really smart expensive things and it's really pissing me off like i don't don't i don't want to watch because you guys have horrific jerseys i don't want to watch your games and pep I, i've watched this for many years don't get holland you got bam's favorite heaver plate player and now they got cucurella who is me and Bam's sleeper player of La Liga forever. I that guy I watched on accident and I've never regretted it. And I got a break from watching him because I watched no Brighton games this year. And I was like, I hope he got bad. Then I watched a couple highlights. I'm like, he's still going absolutely insane. <laughs> so the um the best thing about uh um Man City is I was like, well, they got the Zipchenko, and they're always gonna be rough when he's in. And Real Madrid exploited that when he was in the game. Now you got Cucurella on the team? What the hell? That's not fair, dog. Like, I remember watching Cucurella at Ibar and at Getafe. I remember watching him at Barca, too. Um, well, I think he I think he never really played for Barcelona. He played a couple games. I remember at Barca. 
Um, they're saying he played Segunda only in maybe like one cup match. Mm. Um, but I know he was supposed to be there. But um, he was nuts at Ibarra. So good, and I'm just like, how? Like, I was mad that he went to Brighton. I'm like, how do you get Cucurella from? Like, he's so good. Nobody like Valencia didn't notice, but that's annoying because it's because all these EPL teams have so much money. A team like Brighton, Hove, Albion can get somebody who's a baller. And just be like, oh, we'll pay you more. <laughs> he's he's like, people don't know. Like, when Man City watches, they think, like, even, like, people like Cancelo or whatever are good. Cool girl is like, that's talent. Like, he, he he gets on the field and you're, or a practice, you're like, yo, that guy is very good. And and, and, and he's not much of a defender, but, like, because mm-hmm. I remember him playing on the wing. But he's, he's a, a wing back. He's yeah, like he's a, a winger. A, winger. He's a baller. He's played, and I'm like, he's played at, at top of, he was, like, a left winger. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's insane. Mm-hmm. I went to watch the topic as a Kubo and I was like, yo, this Kukurel is going insane. <laughs> Such a baller, yo. Very Such good a baller. Player. Yeah, I guess they'll get him and it'll be annoying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I feel like that was uh, the last one I wanted to mention. Um, was there something else? No. Um, I guess they're going to, I guess Delict is going to sign a new contract with you, man, but he's trash. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. we made a podcast episode 254. Make sure you hallelujah and holler back. Next week is five years. We showed up and made it. No invitations. We showed up and made it. No invitations. We showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.